Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Here we go today. I, I, I think I have something for a lot of people today. At least I hope I do. And this is about uh, on your journey. And this is about something that happens to us all. I mean, what happens to all of us from time to time when we get discouraged? What happens to all of us when we feel like quitting? What happens to all of us when we have that turn back moment? What happens to all of us when it don't seem like it's going to pan out? Because I want you to understand something, that everyone, every single living soul has those thoughts about something at some point in their life. I mean, you know, look, I've oftentimes uh, been discouraged about things not happening as fast as I'd like them or things don't pan out the way I would like for them to have panned out. I mean, there's so many ways to get discouraged. But what, but what my encouragement to you is when discouragement comes is understand this. It is a part of the growth process. It is a test. It is a test of your faith. How bad you want it. Do you really believe? That's, that's all faith is is simply. And I've said this how many times. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. So when discouragement comes, setbacks comes, 
it is a test of your faith. At least it's been that way for me. Now, other people can explain it another way. I'm not other people. I can only give it to you the way it's come to me and throughout my life. And man, oh man, oh man, discouragement sometimes is tough to deal with. Because it seems at times when you are discouraged that is so absolute that this means the end. And if you allow it to set in, it can be just that, the end of you. When merely, merely it was a test. That's all it is. But the majority of people that I know who are not successful or who have told me the story of how they gave up, it was because at a moment of discouragement that they allowed it to set in and it became so engulfing that it became the reason why you shouldn't finish. And then they started justifying it with, here the one that I hate to hear. Well, if, it, if it's God's will, excuse me? If it's God's will that you fail? If it's God's will that you're not successful? If it's God's will that you lay down and give up? It's God's will that you allow yourself to amount to not to not reach your uh, potential. That's God's will. That's not the God I know. That's not the God I serve. That's not the God I've read about. That's not the God I believe in. I'm sorry. I just, my mother always taught me something that he didn't bring me this far to leave me. I just don't believe that. Not for a second. Now, have I convinced myself of some things? Yep. Have I allowed the devil to come into the picture and paint a different one for me? Yep. Yep. I've done all of that. But you can't blame that on God now. Come on. So when when discouragement comes, try to look at it, if you can, as a test of your faith. And you merely have to pass the test. It could be for a day, a half a day, a few hours, a week, a few weeks. It don't matter. Don't nobody know how long the test period is. Your job is to keep the faith and keep moving. Keep the faith and keep moving. Keep working. Keep believing. Keep hope alive. That's your job. If you do that, that's how you pass the test. It could be over tomorrow. It could be over in two weeks. It could be over in a month. You don't know. But all you got to do is wake up and keep the faith and fight the discouraging feelings. And how do you do that, Steve? Now, here we go. This is the part I know about for sure. Because how many times I've had to fight off discouragement in order to get to where God wanted me to be. What do you do when you become discouraged? Well, Here's a series of things I do. I think of the outcome. When I get discouraged about a task, I think about the outcome. Man, what would it be like if I were to complete the task? What would it be like, man? What would the outcome be for me if I hung on in there? If I didn't give up? If I if if I if I imagine I imagine if I don't quit, I imagine if I don't give up, what would it be like? Man, suppose everything I'm hoping for comes true. But if I don't quit and give up, that might just be the case. 
I start talking to myself like that. I think of what the upside is. What's the upside to staying with it? You see, all this is the same thing. I'm just giving you different ways to look at it. I'm saying the exact same thing over and over, but I'm just trying to find a switch that connects in your mind where you can say, okay, man, I'm going to hang in there. Because if you think of the outcome and the outcome is appealing to you, if you imagine what it would be like if you don't give up or you don't quit, if you, if, if you think only of what the upside is to staying with it, and then I, 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 I go, where can this lead to? If I stay with it, man, and the outcome comes true, where else could that lead me to? Because, I mean, there's always more to it. So where, where else could this lead me to? What are the possibilities, man? What are the limitless possibilities? What could God possibly have in store for me if I just hang in there, if I pass this test of faith, if I just pass this test? Now, it ain't going to be the only one, but you got to get past this one, though. Then you're going to hit a smooth plane. Then it's going to be another one. It's going to be another one. Life ain't nothing but a series of tests, man. Man, when you're thinking about giving up, when you're discouraged, think of the outcome. Imagine what it would be like if you don't quit, if you don't give up. What's the upside to staying with it? Where can this all lead to? What what can this get you to? If if you do this and you get to where you think you want to be, oh, my God, what's after that? What are the limitless and endless possibilities of holding on to your faith? What could really be out there for me, man, if I just passed this test? You got to talk yourself into hanging in there. And sometimes it ain't nobody talking to you about hanging in there but you. But that's good enough because God has a blessing for you. God's got a blessing with your name on it. God has packages bundled up with your name on it. He got blessings just in boxes with your name on it, man. I want all of mine shipped. I'll be on Faith Street waiting there to receive. I just, I'm just believing he's shipping stuff. But if you keep moving from the address of faith, if you keep getting off Faith Street, where you want these packages to go? They got your name on it. And it's based on your faith, but if you keep moving on Doubt Avenue and Ain't No Way Boulevard and the package get delivered only to Faith Street, what you keep moving off Faith Street for? Come on, man. You can't give up. You can't give up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about to go down. Sound like Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. Get a cue, son. Get a cue, son. <laughs> Boy, let me get this out the way. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Happy Friday. Good morning. Hey, come on. This Junior Boy ain't born Go ahead, Junior. Hey, Tommy. What's happening? What's the rush? What's the rush? We got to get out of here. What's happening? What's happening? Well, we got to work yeah. all morning. And What's shortly, uh-huh. Steve Harvey yeah. will be in a place where about 150 men of Omega Sci-Fi will gather. Mm -hmm. It will honor the 50 years of the Psi Gamma chapter of the greatest fraternity born. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Omega. <laughs> Come on. Sci-fi. <laughs> we will celebrate since 1969 the birth of a chapter that changed the face of Omega. How so? There was a lamp that was cut, shaped, and made in the 70s who grew up to become one of the most famous Omega men of all time. Outside of the founding fathers, outside of William Cosby, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal, Vernon Jordan, there is one man that resides in more households than them all. Come on. This is a story about a dog. <laughs> you done changed the story, A famous y'all. dog. You done flipped the script. Rhythmic Indeed. dog. Oh, Atomic dog. <laughs> I didn't know they was writing a song about me when they came up with it. <laughs> this is a story dog. about a famous dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll be doggone if I ain't famous. I will be with the bros this evening. Whoa. I'm coming. Uh-oh. What are you yelling for? Steve Harvey won't be there. Wonder uh-huh. Love will. Now, who is Wonder Love? Who is Wonder Love is who I, I, I put to rest. Mm. I laid him down. But he's coming okay. back. He coming back all weekend. Woo! Don't take... Uh-uh. 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 You gonna mess your knees up. You gonna mess your knees up. Okay. You, you gonna do that all weekend right there? Tommy, I'm gonna hear that song about 400 times. You're gonna be exhausted. Dog, I ain't even gonna... Dog, let me tell you what I done bought. I done bought some Dr. Show's foot cushion. Put in all my shoes. I got on right now two copper fit knee braces, and I got I on two copper fit elbow braces. Mm. All right, uh, all we, right we got to take a break right here, Steve. You uh, got to take a break. <laughs> coming up at thirty-two after the hour, the world's most expensive divorce is settled. It is done. We'll talk about it right I after this. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Amazon's founder and chief executive Jeff Bezos and his wife Mackenzie Bezos have finally reached a divorce settlement. Jeff and Mackenzie Bezos announced the discussion of their uh, their dissolution of their marriage in separate statements on Twitter. Mackenzie said that uh, <laughs> on Twitter, yeah, well they're they're done now, <laughs> okay, right? So whatever, yeah, yeah social media, you know. Uh, Mackenzie Bezos said that she will give Jeff Bezos all of her interest in the Washington Post and his space exploration company, Blue Origin, and 75% of their Amazon stock. What? Mackenzie Bezos will retain roughly 4% of Amazon's outstanding common stock, which is worth about $35.6 billion with a B dollars. Go, Mackenzie, go! Yeah, Jeff will remain the richest person in the world with a net worth above $110 billion. Steve Harvey... Ten billion? Uh-huh. One hundred and ten billion. One hundred and ten. God, God. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I would do? What would you do, Tommy? What? 
Tommy died in a hot air balloon. I'm talking about just... <laughs> Why you gotta up? die every time every you make time. millions and billions? Because I want to be by myself, Carla. <laughs> I like that, die boy. every time. I'm not finna be with I these people to. no more. I got to be free. <laughs> I got to be free. Tommy, you what? cannot have a family. I don't understand. No, no, no. I do. I, I, there's no way possible. Why do you no say way. that? Why? Now, I will fix it where my kids will find some money, some kind of way they just found some money. I'm going to take care of them, but I got to be gone. Uh, Tommy, <laughs> or you can say you'll see your kid. They just can't call me dad in public. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. But, Junior, I ain't lying to you. I'm I'm going to die when I win. <laughs> see, Tommy can't be explaining every evening why he wasn't home. Tommy can't be going over what is that I smell. Uh-huh. Tommy can't not- explain this damn glitter. Uh-huh. Tommy yeah. can't be up in here talking about no questions like where's your shirt? Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff, stuff, like, stuff that. like that that's really yeah. hard yeah. to explain. Uh-huh. Well, let me that? ask you this. Is, aren't you too old for all of them? Yes. Not when you got $110 <laughs> Is you crazy? <laughs> is you crazy? Why is it nine pairs of panties in this back seat? <laughs> See, you got you cannot have a family if that's what you feel. Cause it's been nine doing. people back there. That's why. <laughs> See, that's the argument. That's the argument, right? There. See, right yeah, there. Cause his answers ain't gonna go. See, watch this here, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Why is there nine pairs of panties in the back seat of the car? Cause it was nine women back there when we started. They had they had panties. They don't have them now. You do you want them panties? <laughs> See, these are the answers you're you gonna get. That. No, Whoa, you can't just, say that. Just Tommy, ignorant answers. Just ignorant. Tommy, yes. What? Why <laughs> have you not called the children in a week? Because I'm not concerned. <laughs> <laughs> How about these kids? I'm not concerned. See right there? I don't, I, I, what, oh, what, yeah. what is it about them I need to be concerned yes. about? Yeah, you would need <laughs> to be dead because you would die with answers that. like that. Is there yeah. anything else you need from me? <laughs> Why your nerves so bad? Am I getting on your nerves? Because you keep asking me stuff. What do you want? Tommy. What do you want? Tommy. Yes. You got $110 billion. Yes. How much do we get? Mm, good question. Enough to leave. What do you need to leave? What's the number? 35. What is your number to leave? Half. And never, ever, ever call me again. What is that number? Half. Five. Five billion. Today. Yes. You can have it. All right. Just leave. Die. Just so I can understand. I will kill you. I can understand how much money it is. If he did get her 55 billion, could he still do everything he was doing with Every damn thing. I'm not fist to stop, Junior. Dog, listen to me. He can give her 109 billion. Yeah, and still, the everything he talking about. Okay, and when I get through creating the Uber booty, that's another Uber, billion. Hold on, Tommy. Uber huh? booty, boy, that's good. Uber booty, what yeah, is boy, that? that's good. They got Uber Eats. Yeah, man, Uber booty. That's a shame. For those of you who want to make a booty call, yeah. but have no one to call, it's Uber booty. That's it. There it is. Call him. Oh man. So let me ask you, how long after you get the money are you going to start this new life of yours? 
Okay. I'm starting it before the check get there, Sherry. <laughs> Anybody, I know sure the check coming. Yeah, you to gotta have there. it in your hand. I know it's coming, Carla. Let me get started. <laughs> why you get an attitude? And why like do y'all keep questions. bothering Hallie in the backyard? <laughs> Hallie, <laughs> Hallie Berry, she by the pool. <laughs> what are you just what? What? You what how many Hallies you know? You, how wrong. many Hallie? I missed that Berry. <laughs> How many Hallies you know? You didn't even take your last name. You gave yours up. You damn right. Why I need Miles? What What is that? Do? What does that do? Ah, uh, what that do? What kind of funeral are you gonna have? Oh my God, Shirley. What? You're not gonna this. believe this. What? Actually, Shirley, I'm gonna have my funeral before I die. Uh, what you mean? So I can enjoy mine. You who? How many people you know enjoy their funeral? I don't know any. That's crazy. Thank None. you. None that I can recall. What? Carla, Carla, let me tell you something. <laughs> Maxwell performing. There you go. Anthony <laughs> Hamilton. Patty. Oh, fast. Patty. <laughs> yeah. Yolanda. It's people buying tickets to my funeral, uh, and I'm there. Mary, but this Mary. is illegal for you to fake your death. Yeah. I'm not faking it, Carla. I'm popping up out the casket every time they play something different. <laughs> Whoa, that boy singing this evening, ain't he? God, dog. <laughs> and shake your head back and then lay back down. Just lay back down. Oh. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, uh, we have to move on, uh, nephew. Goodness. Coming up next, run that prank back with the dead man, nephew, Tommy. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> he don't mind. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Beyonce and Adidas have teamed up. This is a big deal. She has inked with them. Amber Rose is expecting baby number two. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Eric Holder, the man suspected in the shooting death of Nipsey Hussle, was charged yesterday with murder, Steve. All right, nephew, what you got for us? Prank call for today on this Friday. Change for a hundred. Huh? Change for a hundred. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Now, I'm not asking for, I'm not giving somebody a hundred dollars and I'm asking for a hundred dollars in return. That's not what this is. Mm-hmm. What I have done is I have gone to the strip club and I have given a hundred dollars. But that's not what I wanted you to think that that was, that's not yours. I was giving you a certain amount. You were so but I need cheap. my change back that I didn't get. Last. I can't stand him. Just keep, just keep change girl. for a hundred. Explain. Thank you, Junior. Understand. I know. Carla, on the other hand, don't get it. Run it, cat. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Regina, please. Mm-hmm. Speaking. Hello. Yeah, speaking. This is Regina. Okay. Hey. Uh, you did a uh, a bachelor party for me and my boys like about two weeks ago. Okay. Sean, uh, Sean, you remember Sean? Yes, uh, yes. Okay. Now listen, when you um, you was doing a lot of lap dances at night. You remember that? Yes. So, how did you get my number? How how can I help you? You need a party done? I mean, what what do you need? Okay. Well, no, no, it ain't nothing like that. I was saying, you know, you did a lot of lap dances. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Well, listen, you know. Uh, that night, I was at the party. You did some lap dances for me, but okay. What I wanted to tell you was that the lap dances you had did was 
The lap dance was ten dollars. Am I right? Right. You would be correct. Yes. Okay. Were ten dollars. Lap dance was ten dollars, but I accidentally, I thought I gave you a ten dollar bill, when I really gave you a hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I need. Actually, what I the reason why I called you was, I'm trying to I'm trying to get that, you know, I'm trying to get that ninety dollars back. Uh, wait a minute. Let me ask you something. First of all, how did you get my number? Well, the dude that um. Who was dude? Who was dude? That threw the bat. You know, the guy that hooked y'all up as far as doing the bachelor. Uh, Billy. Billy, the one that got y'all to come and do the bachelorette party. Okay. But what I'm trying to, you know, tell you is, is that I got the number from him. Okay. Okay. And he told me that I could call you and try to just talk to you about it. Okay. And and you want me to give see, you see I gave ninety dollars. I had tipped you. I was I was really finna pay you ten dollars, but it was a hundred dollar bill. So what the reason what I'm saying to you is that I want to get the other ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars. Excuse me. I'm not giving you your damn ninety dollars. Hell, when you gave me that hundred dollars. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, you, hold on. I don't even think you understand. I wasn't trying to give you all that money at one time. I need to get that money back from you. I don't I think you to understand. Give you Ten dollars. That's it. The other ninety dollars belong to me. I ain't get my change back from you. I'm not giving you no change back. That ninety dollars was a damn tip. I'm not giving you back. Don't nobody be giving you no damn $100 at one time. What's wrong with you? I'm not giving you no damn $90 back. Yeah, you should watch what you was doing. You You're going to give me my $90. $90. Look, I done already told you. I wasn't even trying to give you this money. I was no, trying, to you, you, I was trying to give you $10. That's what I was trying to give you. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. You're not getting nothing. Hell, you should be at home with your wife and your kids. Hey, lady, listen. You don't even understand what, what's going on right here. Lady, my you should have been there. I wasn't trying to, wasn't nobody trying to give you no money. This is a misunderstanding. I need to get $100 back. Now, look, I'm already saying I was giving 10 but 90 no. of that belonged to me. I'm not giving you no bad man. How you know your man? You calling me, waking me up, talking about giving you $90. I'm not giving you that. How you know your man? I'm going to give you a tip. But I ain't giving you no ninety dollar tip. You did. You got no hundred dollars. Hey, lady, look. I'm not gonna sit here and go at it. Go at it with with you all this. Look, I want to get my ninety dollars back from you. No. First of all, if you call me late one more time, I'm gonna come find you and kick your. Second of all, I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars back. Thanks for the tip. You should have been there the first place, like I said. Keep your at home next time. Hey, lady. On the real, I ain't trying to go back and forth with you. I, I was, I'm saying is it's been a mistake. I wasn't trying to give you no hundred dollars. Right, so I when I give you a hundred dollar bill, that was a mistake. I just want my money back. Ain't nobody tripping with you. Give me my money back. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. I'm not giving you back. That's your problem. You need to go home and tell your wife what you did with the extra nine dollars. So you I'm not trying to get your what? I told you I want my ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you a thing.
I'm going to give you something out right here. There's going to be no damn $90. I bet you that one. When are you going to pay me my $90? I'm not giving you no damn $90. y'all think thanks for a hundred how y'all feel about that uh i feel you play too much oh man you make it rain at the club and ask somebody for some change cheap uh that don't make sense to you it makes sense nope it makes sense to junior yeah delicious where's my money thank you Hey, listen, I think you got your answer. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's entertainment news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Beyonce is teaming up with sneaker giant Adidas in a a collaboration that will produce signature shoes, clothing, and, this is big too, relaunch Beyonce's athleisure brand, Ivy Park. This is the partnership of a lifetime for me, Beyonce said in a statement. We share a philosophy that puts creativity, growth, and social responsibility (laughs) at the forefront of business. She says, I look forward to relaunching and expanding Ivy Park on a truly global scale with a proven, dynamic leader. I love it. The Ivy Park Fitness Collection debuted back in 2016 with an initial line of sweatshirts, leggings, T-shirts, and crop tops. I liked Ivy Park. I like I like that Uh-oh. land. Yeah, it was nice. I, like mm-hmm. I hope I, I hope Kanye ain't got a problem with this. You know, that's that's Adidas and Adidas right there. Yeah, he's gonna be good still. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know Kanye so. love Beyonce. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> and if he deep down, yeah. And if he does, we'll hear about it. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does I not. gotta hit one of his services. You know, he at church on Sunday. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. I've been. Uh, I was talking. I was talking about it with somebody. They okay. say. They say it's really, really good. Yeah, I've, I've heard, heard that is. too. Mm-hmm. I've heard that it's really, really good. I've heard that too. Um, he had DMX there. Uh, I think Katy Perry went. We're praising the Lord. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Jesus in the building. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. In other news, they say that he's bringing um, God or church to young people, you know, who may otherwise may not get there. So he's that's what he's doing, bringing them in that way. 
Uh, yeah, amen. Get in heaven amen. high over you hang. Got to go through time. Go and get in there. That's right. Hell high. <laughs> All right, in other news, uh, Amber Rose. We haven't heard from her in a minute. Amber Rose surprised all of her fans. Uh, They didn't even know there was a new man in her life. And yes, there is, because she has announced that she's expecting her second child. It's a boy with Def Jam Records exec Alexander A.E. Edwards. Congratulations. Amber Rose posted a picture of her baby bump on Instagram. She also said her son, Sebastian, the one she had with Wiz Khalifa when they were married, she said he's so happy to be a big brother. Oh, that's that's good. good. And Wiz Khalifa yeah. says he's happy for her. Well, well that's what we is going to say. <laughs> well, I mean, well, your ex can say, say whatever. It depends on <laughs> what kind of relationship they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the Wiz Khalifa commercial and uh, the Oreo commercial with the son? That's really with cute. Sebastian. Yeah, yeah, Sebastian is son. So cute. So cute. I love that yeah, commercial. Yeah, really, really cute. I know well, you haven't seen it, Steve. On. Yeah. Seeing what? The Wiz Khalifa Oreo commercial with his son, Sebastian. Oh, yeah, I saw that commercial. Isn't yeah. it cute? Isn't it no, cute? it's actually really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really man. cute. Yeah. That's really, really a cool mm-hmm. commercial. Yeah. Father and son time. Uh-huh. You could see the oh, yeah. love between them. They use a lot of hip-hop. Um, they use a Biggie Reference. song in one of their commercials, too. Mm-hmm. So that's that's cool. And the latest thing. Why, why you ain't never done no Oreo commercial with me? Why Unc and Neff ain't done no Oreo commercial? Why mm-hmm. we ain't done no Like Wiz and his son? Yeah, like Wiz and his son. Why? Because they can't that. squeeze out no time because you're selling out all these shows. Oh, good answer, mm. Steve. That's good. <laughs> Ooh, I don't even know how to address that. About his height. That's what I uh, thought he was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve, let's, let's get to today's headlines, please. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, Thank you, Steve. Thanks, everybody out there. Good morning. This is Antrip with the news on this Friday. House Democrats say they're expecting to get a look at the entire Mueller report, despite Republican lawmakers' best efforts at keeping that from happening. As House Speaker Nancy Pelosi puts it, quote, to us, it's inevitable. To them, it's inconceivable. Meanwhile, the New York Times reports that some of the investigators who helped Mueller put that report together are unhappy with the way that U.S. Attorney General William Barr has characterized what they found in his four-page so-called summary. They'd like to see the whole report issued to the public as well. The head of the Ethiopian Airlines says that Boeing did not properly train pilots on the new safety system they installed on the 737 MAX aircraft. Ethiopian investigators say that the flight crew of their doomed 737 struggled to control the craft almost immediately after takeoff. It crashed with all on board killed. Four months after that, you know, another Boeing, uh, four, four months really earlier than that, another Boeing 737 crash. This one was part of Indonesia's air fleet, and everyone on that flight was killed as well. Boeing CEO Dennis Mullenberger says the company is working on an immediate software update. It's our responsibility to eliminate this risk. We own it. And we know how to do it. Both crashes claim 346 lives. People all over the country are scratching their heads about the workings of the Dallas, Texas Police Department, even though some more people are screaming. That's because a young black woman is seen on video last month alone in a dark parking lot, stalked and harassed and beaten up by a white man. He brandishes a gun. She tries to phone the police. He knocks the phone out of her hand and proceeds to punch her in the head 
like he's like she's a man repeatedly. And again, all this is seen on video. Nevertheless, the victim is being charged with felony criminal mischief for allegedly damaging her attacker's pickup because she did that when she after after he hit her, he went she went and attacked his pickup. Meanwhile, her white attacker only charged with misdemeanor assault. But then there were angry protests in the streets and the Dallas cops didn't decide, well, maybe we should upgrade the charges uh, on the racist attacker to aggravated assault with deadly weapon, a second degree felony with unlawfully carrying a weapon as well. Pittsburgh City uh, Council is given final approval to a measure that restricts certain types of guns, including military style automatic weapons. Chicago is suing Jesse Smollett to get the money spent on police overtime in his alleged assault case. Sears is saying he's getting ready to open their first bunch of small stores are in bankruptcy. Remember Herman Cain, the black multimillionaire owner of Godfather's Pizza? Well, President Trump has nominated him to fill one of the two empty seats on the Federal Reserve Board. You know, he ran for 2012 for president. My faith is a big part of who Herman Cain is. It is a big part of how I made this decision. Amazing grace. Yeah, and then he sang. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The man suspected in the shooting death of Nipsey Hussle was charged on Thursday with murder. The L.A. County D.A. charged Eric Holder with one count of murder, two counts of attempted murder, and one count of possession of a firearm by a felon. Eric Holder faces the possibility of life in prison if convicted. Eric Holder pled not guilty, and his bond was set at $5 million. He will be back in court on May 10th. Eric Holder's attorney is Chris Darden. You guys remember Chris Darden. He was a prosecutor in the O.J. I have no Simpson idea what that's case. about. Yeah. Well, well, he's a defense he's lawyer. A defense lawyer what now? made him take that job? I don't know. I don't know. Hot but a lot of prosecutors me. do turn to, um, you know, defense, defense attorneys. Lawyers? Yeah. Because uh, I guess they make more money. But that job? I don't know. I don't know why you he mean took that this case. Job. Yeah. You're talking about this. Yeah, that yeah. case. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. The Eric Holder. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I really don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. I well, guess everybody needs an attorney, him. but I'm not defending the dude that I know this. No. I'll defend you if I think you're innocent. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, right there, I, I'm still on. Why is there even a trial? Period. Why? Because this is the United States, due process. and yeah. You have to get a trial. You're innocent until proven guilty. All of that. You know how this country works, how the legal system works. But we know he did it. He know he did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he it's up to the prosecution yeah. to make to sure. Prove it. Well, yeah. when the jury deliberate, I wouldn't leave. You, mean, you wouldn't go far. No, we ain't going far. <laughs> right. I ain't I walking out to that room. I'm going to just wait for y'all. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have to deliberate long. No, Ooh. it won't be long. Y'all can go in the back of the room. We ready, judge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that junior. Yeah. Yeah. What y'all, junior? Y'all may proceed to the back and deliver. No, we ready, Judge. We got it. <laughs> and on us going back out. We're gonna walk right. Yeah. Who we hand the paper to? Yeah, yeah. The bailiff and uh, the foreman, and then the bailiff, and then the judge. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Is, um, that that is. This has been some kind of week, though, hasn't it? Yeah, and I mean, LA. It's still, you know, people are are still going by Nipsey Hussle's store, paying tribute, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and now there's tributes all over the world, all over the country, and it's made, you know, a global impact as well. Yeah. Yeah, he yes, meant he, a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. He really, really did. That's a tribute yeah. to him and, and uh, 
programs and events happening in New York. I saw one in Houston yeah. on social media. Mm-hmm. Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. Yes. Everywhere. He was mm-hmm. a, a special man. Yes, he was. A good guy. Mm-hmm. A very good guy. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Really sad. All right, coming up at 34 after the hour, Chicago says the city will file a civil lawsuit against actor Jesse Smollett because he refuses to pay for the cost of the investigation. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Empire actor Jesse Smollett has refused to pay the city of Chicago more than $130,000. This is the cost of the investigation, uh, you know, um, for what he says happened to him, his reported hate crime. The city's law department uh, announced this on Thursday. Last week, the city sent Jesse Smollett a letter demanding the payment for what it costs police to investigate his alleged attack. The letter said he must pay within seven days, and now the seven days have passed. And the city of Chicago's law department it uh, is now drafting a civil complaint that will be filed in the circuit court of Cook County. The city said it will pursue the full measure of damages uh, allowed under the ordinance. The money the city requested is separate from the $10,000 bond that uh, Jesse Smollett forfeited as a condition of the charges against him being dropped. And then um, in related news, Taraji P. Henson was on The View yesterday. She said Jussie is coming back to the show. Take a listen. Recently, your co-star, Jussie Smollett, has been in the news. Mm -hmm. The charges against him have been dropped, and you say you are, quote, happy the truth has finally been set free. Mm -hmm. Have you spoken with Jussie? Yeah, I talk to Jussie all the time. And he's doing well. Yeah, we're all doing well. The show is doing well. We're on hiatus right now. The writers are trying to figure out what the next season is going to look like, what our storyline is going to be. They're trying to drum up some really good juicy stuff for you guys. So that's what we are right now. I'm about to go to be on the show. Yes, I haven't heard anything else. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. And this is the sixth season, I think. And we're going into the sixth. Six seasons. Wow. And that is it. (laughs) That's all you're gonna get. Yeah. Yeah. They need some story. They can do the one he told. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> need a storyline. <laughs> well, he is some art, art imitating life. That's six episodes right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, oh, I'm, I'm like this, man. I think enough is enough. Here's the deal. The public consensus people think that he made this story up, but obviously there was something, the proof something someone did wrong that gave him the ups on this whole thing. He obviously did something right and somebody did something wrong somewhere. So all charges are dropped. Jesse Smollett is free to go. The anger, the anger of him going and being allowed to go is like the outrage Mm -hmm. is really abnormal for someone who really is being accused of lying. And wasting time. Those are his two crimes. Wasting time and lying at yeah. worst is what you can get him for. Right. Uh, but when the outrage of these cop killings, the outrage of the other killings, especially when it comes from a city mayor and when it comes from a politician, we want the same thing for all of it. Yeah. If you could just be that mad about a cop getting away with killing a person after we just saw the damn video. If we could get that angel, Matt, the anger you got for Jesse Smollett, if we could just put that to a murder, 
Mm-hmm. Quan McDonald. Mm-hmm. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Man, 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 we could be on to something. Yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just tired of them talking about this. Because this ain't yeah. that damn it's big over deal. With. It's over. Please. And this you're wasting more go. time filing a civil lawsuit and all of this, you know? You're keeping it going when it doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah cause he can't go to jail behind the lawsuit. Right. Yeah. So what you gonna sue him now? Not no hundred and thirty. Well, that's a bill. You can't go to jail for not paying. That's bills. what I mean. You can't go to jail for this. <laughs> wow. We all got bills. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Uh Taraji got him up off her though. <laughs> when she yeah, was on I the talk view. To him every day. You mm-hmm. heard that tone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talk she to him every day. Yeah, we good. What, what, what else y'all want? Yeah, you ain't going to be on the show. I don't know what the hell. I ain't heard nothing else. Don't come for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Clapback is real. Yes. She stayed ready. Yes, yes she did. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> and she said it so sweetly. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I talk to him every day. Yeah, every <laughs> day. What she say, Steve? <laughs> I, talk, I talk to him every day. <laughs> he and that. No, I ain't, I ain't heard nothing else. I ain't heard nothing else. Will he be on the show? That's what I heard. I ain't heard nothing else. (laughs) All right, up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter, uh, the subject, my past fling, is her new thing. But right now, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nev? Upright trash cans. Sounds serious. When you come by my house uh-huh. and you get my trash, yeah, I don't need my cans laying down on the side. I need them upright when you get through with them. <laughs> this boy genius, I tell y'all. <laughs> really? You got the genius out of that? What? Pick your own upright trash, trash cans. Right, <laughs> cat. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a Kendrick. Hi, this is Wade. Wade, I wanted to try and speak with you if I could. You, you're actually um, one of the guys that work on the the garbage truck that comes to the neighborhood. Am I right? Oh uh, yeah, back there. Uh, what route you, what route you on? What route you on? I, I, uh, sir, I'm not sure about what route I'm on. I'm in Mission Forest Subdivision, and um, listen, I'm, I got a bit of a problem. Uh, it, it seems that you got. Uh, sir, I, I, I've done the research on getting your number. I found out who's actually driving the truck as well as the people that are on the back of the truck. And um want to get some things clarified here. I'm noticing that when you guys come by my home, who, you know, well, you, who you got... Who gave you? Who? Hold, hold on, sir. I'm not... I'm not hold on, let me get up. I was, I was resting a little bit. Um, who gave you my number? Because you said you had a problem. I'm not the person who you talked to about problems. I understand that, sir. But what has been narrowed down is it's been given to me that you're actually the person that is the problem. And and I wanted to give you a call personally and try and see if I can get that rectified. Now, you're you're the one that's on the back of the truck and you you pick up the trash can thingies or whatnot and throw the garbage Uh in. So the problem I'm having is that when I come home in the evenings, my trash cans are 
in a disarray, you know. And what I want to do is call you and tell you I want you to start bringing them to the back by the fence and sitting them upright and put the lids back on them and putting them huh? in it. You, you say, hold on, hold on, sir. I, how you know I'm the person that even do your house? How you know I'm even? Because I know sir, you can't. I, hold on, sir. I'm, I'm, at, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm asking the question. I know you can't be calling me on Saturday talking about your trash can, and this is my first Saturday off. I'm not, I want I, I, I want to get the problem rectified, and you're the problem, sir. You don't sir. even know if I'm the one who do your house. You don't you're, even know what route you on. I, you're Kendrick. You're, you're Kendrick, and they've told me that you're the person on the back of the truck that comes through Mission Forest on who my street. Who told you that? I, I I have ways of finding out, sir. Who's doing what? Okay. So what I need to find. No, listen to what I'm saying. So what you need to find out is the proper person to talk to about your particular. I don't know what route you. I don't know you. I don't know if I even do. Look, man, I'm not the person that you're supposed to call. I'm, man, it's Saturday. First sir, of all, sir, that's, listen, that's listen. I don't want to take this to another level, but what I do want is my well, trash you, you put by the back fence. When you call, when you call my cellular phone, talking about your, your trash on Saturday, and I ain't been off in no Saturday in a long time, um, sir. I'm not trying to be rude, but you may need to re- research your research. And, and and talk to them because I don't even know if I do your route, sir. You and, are the person on my route, Mister. Don't tell me I'm the person on your route if you ain't. Man, listen to me. Listen Look, to no, me. You're, what you're gonna do is put my trash cans where I want them and when I want them there, and the lids on top of them, and quit throwing them across the yard as if you don't care. And I mean that. Man, who the f- is you talking to about some trash cans on a Saturday, and I ain't never been off on a Saturday before ever, and you're going to call my sailor phone talking about your trash cans? That's right, because I... need to talk to, man. I want my trash cans put where they need to be in a post. I have to get out of my car, move the trash cans, take them over to the fence, put the lids on them, and I don't want to have to continue to do it. So I've done the research, and I found out, Mr. that you're the one. Man, I don't give a... Da- man, okay, okay, tell me how you want your trash can. I'm going to put them just like... Tell me how you want your trash can. I want them put in a upright position by the back fence near the gate with the lids on the top of them, please. How about putting them right up here? How about that? Because guess what? I, I know how I do your trash can from this song. If, if I see your house, you hear me? What, what your house looks like so I can throw your trash No, matter of fact, matter of fact, let me tell you something. Matter of fact, mister, what's your name again? What's your name? Wade. I'm going to do my research. I'm going to make sure that I put your trash just like you like it all over your yard. You hear me? Excuse me? On a Saturday talking about up my trash can and you lost your I have not lost my. I want my. I want my trash cans in an upright position. Me no call my cellular phone with this nonsense. I got one more thing that I need to say to man, you. Are you, you listening? Me, man, nah, I'm not listening. You got to say. I know one thing. You don't make me tear this whole street up that you live. What street do you live on again, sir? Because you don't call my cellular phone talking to me on no Saturday, man. You live on no Saturday. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Are you listening, Mr. Kendrick? Can I tell you that? Yes, tell me. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just Ow. got pranked by your boy at the job. Man, Tommy. <laughs> boy, Tommy. Don't, man, you 
Boy, you gonna get your with time. <laughs> you and gonna get your. I ain't gonna get this time, Y'all funny. Y'all real funny. Boy, y'all about to make me blood asking, boy. My sugar and my blood didn't went up. Oh, I ain't the- been off on a Saturday ever. Call me on, ooh, on my cell phone. Woo, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man, what is the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all, <laughs> I don't care who your uncle is, Tom. You call me on my cellular phone ever again, whatever your name was. Man, you, you funny, boy. Uh, nephew Tommy. <laughs> I'm my cellular phone. <laughs> now, am I the only one that wants his trash cans upright when they finish? Now, come on now. Well, no, you're not. People, of uh, course, you know, don't want their trash can down. Okay. But... Don't nobody but what, have time what, what, for that but... as a sanitation worker yeah. to place your trash can. When you want. get through dumping it, put them upright. <laughs> to do a whole prank about it? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let me drop these dates because I got a new date to drop on you guys. Here we go. Uh, It's almost sold out. Keswick Theater, Glenside, Pennsylvania, Saturday, April the 13th. That's me and the beautiful Samoa. Two shows, 7 and 10 o'clock. They got about, about 10 tickets left. That's about what they got, 10 tickets. And then you got me and the one and only Bruce Bruce the following weekend, Friday, April 19th, Knoxville, Tennessee at the Civic Auditorium. Tickets are on sale right now. Uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach Comedy Club, May 2nd through May 4th. Tickets on sale right now. And then the one I have never been to. This is brand new. Mother's Day weekend, Saturday, May the 11th. The nephew was going down the street from my hometown. Texarkana. Texarkana. Texarkana Convention Center, May 11th, Mother's Day weekend. Tickets are on sale right now. Texarkana, the nephew is coming to town. What right y'all now. think? What you think, Uncle? You've been through Texarkana. A little bit of Texas, a little bit of Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. Right yeah. up in there. What you, what you need? I need an opener, man. That's what I really need. <laughs> That's what I really come need. On, I need an opener. On. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. You know what? You know what, Tony? You know what, Uncle? If you go out there and do 30, don't do 30. <laughs> boy, then, then what you going to do? Because, <laughs> boy, <laughs> let me tell you something, Tommy. I don't care how long I've been on. You a young warrior. I'm a beast out there, man. Thank you, guys. Okay, uh, you gonna mess around? The king coming. <laughs> we well, gotta come on, go. King? Strawberry, hey, letters. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Strawberry letters coming up next. My past fling is her new thing. That is the subject. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more. Please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're reading this one. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Let's go, baby. We got it for you, the strawberry letter. Subject, my past fling is her new thing. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 30-year-old happily married female with a beautiful family. I need your advice on how to handle a little situation with my ex and my sister. Ten years ago, I had sex with a guy, and it was like a friends with benefits situation because we were both young. Um, he and I have sort of a keep in touch. We've sort of kept in touch over social media, but have not seen each other in years until recently when I ran into him at the mall, and he told me that he met my younger sister and had been hanging out with her. 
Now, I don't have any feelings whatsoever for this guy, but I know that he is known to be a playboy, so I don't want him messing with my sister. Never mind the fact that he and I had a sexual relationship. I told him that I did not want him dating my sister, and he told me that I had no say in the matter. I called my sister and asked her why she hadn't told me about her new man, and she said that it was going so good she didn't want to jinx it. I told her that I knew him very well and had sex with him several times. She said that didn't matter to her at all because that was in the past. I told her he has a lot of women and she said he told her about his past and he's ready to settle down now with a good woman. No doubt that my sister is a great catch and any man would be lucky to have her, but I don't think this is the man for her. Isn't it a bit creepy that they both are okay with the fact that he and I have been together? This is such an awkward situation. I want to tell our parents, but I'm not sure if I should, or should I just mind my business? Please advise. Yes, big sister, you should just mind your business. Um, yeah, you should. I, I know, you know, this. You, you used to date this guy and all of that, and you had a sexual relationship with him. And guess what? Your sister knows that, too. And uh, she said it doesn't bother her at all uh, because what's in the past is in the past and everyone has a past. And he told her that he's ready to settle down. But it's interesting that um, he did tell you that he uh, that he met your younger sister and had been hanging out with her. Uh, he didn't say that there was a lot to that relationship. That's all he said. But she seems like she's putting a lot more on it. So, I mean, if I were you, I would just mind my business. You said your piece to your sister. I don't think you should involve your parents in it. I mean, I know you probably want them to talk to her. But, you know, that's how people learn. They make mistakes in life. They have experiences of their own. Again, you, you've told her. You told her what kind of guy he was. Um, the more you talk against him, the more it's going to make her want to get closer to him. So if I were you, big sister, yes, I would mind my own business. You're 30 years old and happily married with a beautiful family. That's what you should be concentrating on. Steve? Wow. Ain't this letter the truth? <laughs> See, what didn't happen is this 30-year-old happily married female with a beautiful family uh, had sex with a guy 10 years ago. She was 20. Uh, they were sort of friends with benefits. And he and you all stayed in touch over the years over social media. Well, you happily married. All this here, but you're in touch with the dude that used to mess around with. Okay. What do you think was going to come out of that? So you ran up into him at the mall. He told me he met your younger sister and they had been hanging out. Now, you say you don't like this guy, but he's a known playboy, and I don't want him messing with my sister, never mind the fact that he and I had a sexual relationship. Okay. Then you told him you didn't want him messing with your sister, Then he told you it wasn't none of your business. You ain't got nothing to do with it. Well, see, this is a, a kind of a trick dude right here, because if it wasn't your business, what'd he tell it to you for? See? If it wasn't your business, why did he bring it to you? Because he wanted you to know. And because he wanted them dudes, man. He just put notches in his belt. So now here you go. 
told him you ain't one of it, you know. Uh, then you call your sister. You ask her, why Why didn't you tell me? She said she had a new man who was going so good she didn't want to jinx it. All right. Then you set up and then you told him that you knew him very well. And then you told him you had sex with him several times. Now, there's a lot of people telling stuff in this letter that ain't got to be telling it. <laughs> right. He didn't have to tell you he's messing with your sister, and you ain't have to tell your sister that you slept with him. But you did, because you thought it would run him off. She's saying that it didn't matter to her at all, because that was in the past. Mm. And then you tried to some more information. He, well, he got a lot of women. She, he told me. And that was in his past. Mm. Oh, this is a lot of crazy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> now, ain't no doubt my sister's a great catch for any man be lucky to have her. But I would think this is the man for her. Ain't I done said that. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Haven't you given some advice to someone that you knew was right? Somebody told me that. And they ignored it. <laughs> Hello. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Boy, that them, them, boy, them 20s. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ah. mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. I spent all my 30s straightening out my damn 20s. <laughs> Man, boy. A hot mess, huh? <laughs> boy. <laughs> so true, spent Steve. all of my 30s straightening out my mm-hmm. 20s. Then I took all my 40s. Doing what I should have done in my damn thirties. Mm. <laughs> but you got it together, though. I got it together, but you mm. look up and now your ass is in a hurry. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no time to waste. That's the truth, Steve. <laughs> Man, you wake up and you realize I ain't got time for this no more. Yeah. But your sister ain't that because you know why? And I'll explain it to you when we come back. Because this is new generation, y'all. This new generation of young people, they different. I'm going to talk to you about it. Okay, well, we'll talk to it. We'll talk about it when we get back. Yeah. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, my past fling is her new thing right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. My past fling is her new thing. Let's have well, just like she said, this woman, 30 years old, happily married, was dating this man. Ten years ago, they had sexual affair. They broke up. They stayed in touch with one another. She's happily married now, beautiful family. Runs up into the guy at the mall. They get to talking. All of a sudden, he tells her he's been hanging out with your sister. You tell him, you don't think that's cool. Why you mess with my sister? I don't want you dating my sister. He tells you, they ain't none of your damn business. Ooh. You go home, get your sister, tell your sister, hey, I ran up into him. Why didn't you tell me you had a new man? She said it was going so good, she didn't want to jinx it. You told her, well, I got news for you. This man ain't right for you. We used to have sex together. She didn't tell you she don't care. Mm-hmm. She don't care. Oh. You know why, man? Because I've been watching these young people. These young people nowadays, man, they're a little bit different. Yeah. You think? They are. <laughs> you think? They are. They're from a generation of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. They think if they instantly want it, they should instantly have it. Their work ethic is very different from ours. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. What they're willing to put in to get out is very, very different from ours. And they so readily, I think they so readily forget a person's past because they're used to deleting stuff. Ah. And I think, man, that they're so used to swiping right and swiping left and deleting it that that makes it go away. And so a person can come to you and completely lie to you and tell you they've completely changed and you sit there because they're telling it to you and you're so gullible you go for it. That's what then happened to this young girl with this dude. I'm telling him things about me. She thinks she got something. Her sister tried to tell her, but you got a little trifling dude, man, because if he was all of that, he wouldn't have told the sister, I'm kicking it with your sister. And then when the sister told him she don't want to mess with him, he would have never told this woman, they ain't got nothing to do with you. Hmm. <laughs> okay, if it ain't had nothing to do with it, what you tell me to her for? The guy is tricky, man. He's a tricky dude. And the young girl can't see through this, but I can. So I don't know what to tell you. Telling your mom and daddy ain't going to change nothing. Though. And don't keep talking against them. Now, this is what I don't understand. That this is what you're afraid to do with girls. You be afraid to talk about the guy to them. Mm-hmm. Because everybody always say that'll make her run to him and get closer. It will. That ain't how dudes do. <laughs> But why is that? Why is that so with girls, Cheryl? I never understood. It, it's like I don't know. It's like defiance or something. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying mm-hmm. to show you. They don't believe you. They believe this guy because they're all, you know, mentally and emotionally into this guy. They want him. You know, they don't want to hear. They reject you and and run to the guy for whatever reason. That's. I mean, you know, it just makes them get closer to that guy. I mean, that's just how it happens with with, with women. <laughs> yeah, and jealousy. The woman yeah. think that the other woman or what whoever's telling her, you're just jealous and don't want to see me happy. Yeah, you just don't want me to be with wow, him. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. you just don't want me to be with him. That's crazy. Yeah. No, she's trying to save you some pain. But I don't understand that, man, about this generation. Yeah. What you had with him is different. different. I'm not no. you. We're different. Yeah, he it's likes, different. He really likes he really, Yeah, because all he said was he was hanging out with her. He told me that, too. She said, the the sister said that, the, you know, that there it's more to it than that. She thinks it's more to it than that. She thinks he's a great catch. Yeah. And, and she, you know, they want to settle down and all of that, so... I don't know. Hanging out. Yeah, she can't talk against them, though. He want to change. They all say they want to change. Yeah, they say that. Every last one of us has said that. Mm -hmm. He just putting more notches on his belt. Right. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's exactly it. Yeah, I had her and her sister. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. That's all Mm -hmm. this dude doing, man. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he wanted to make sure that the sister knew it. Yep. But she's got to stay out of it. This is a, a lesson that her little sister's going to have to learn one of those life lessons. And, and yeah. you know what? Mm-hmm. That's a damn shame, Shirley. Yeah, that's it exactly is. what's got to happen. Yeah, it is. Because and she's you know not what? trying to hear what her sister's saying. And the more her sister said, the more she, comeback she yeah. has. You know? Yeah. But yeah. When trust me, he's ignorant enough. He'll go back and try to go hit the big sister again, too. Trust me, he yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, guess what? But you he know, with the little sister. Well, she got a husband now, though, so. When you come over here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. get ready to, to hit, hit it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you come to hit it, 
<laughs> okay. Do it, to, do it to me first. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people learn the hard way, and some people never learn at all. But the minute he messes over her, who you think the first person she gonna call and tell? Oh yeah, uh, big sister. sis. Yeah, big, big sis. sis. It really bugs you when you see a person blowing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you tell them you're mistake. blowing it. Absolutely. Yeah. And they yeah. go down that road anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you, man, you know how many times I've wanted to say, hey, man, okay. Try to, to warn you. Bruh, didn't I tell you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you thought you could change it? Mm-hmm. Oh, you thought because you, you was going to say this, it was going to be different? Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You but this it. is one yeah. of these... Life lessons that's gonna happen. So that's involved. That yeah, that's why yeah, that's why I said this big sis is just gonna have to mind her own business and just be there for you know when when this falls. Oh, baby apart. sister coming to cry. Yeah, on that when show. this falls oh, apart, be she just that's has to be there thing. for it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. First and just person be she there. Don't say I told you so. Mm-hmm. And nothing. Mm-hmm. Just be there for it. Oh, but I be wanting to though. Do mm-hmm. <laughs> you be wanting? To? Oh, I yeah. sure be wanting to. Hey. Say I told you. Yeah, because his little sister thinks he's really ready to settle down with a good woman now. Mm. Girl, you ain't gonna believe what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Go ahead, tell yeah. it. Tell <laughs> Let me That's guess. The line. Yeah, you caught him with somebody else. How you know? (laughs) All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, what is the biggest lie you've ever told? Woo. Right after this. You're going to ask us this? Oh, yeah. This will be some doozies. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time to talk about Sand and Soul 2019. It's time for y'all to talk about it. Let's go. Let's Did y'all have a good time it, last time? Did we? Yes, we Are you looking forward to having a good time this time? Absolutely. Yes. Did the sun shine every day? Every day. Yes. Was all the drinks free? Yes, I ain't been a quarter. Did, was all the food delicious and was that free? Oh, yes. yes. It was so good. Did your room have a balcony? Yes, yes, it did. Yes, did it your did. room have a jacuzzi? In it every night. Yes. Oh, bubbly, bubbly, In bubbly. In it every night. <laughs> did you walk around your room naked? Every night? Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, it was my room. <laughs> Too much information. <laughs> was y'all all there? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, yeah. we were oh, there. Marjorie was there through a beauty event. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did y'all go to the party at the sea on the day cruise? Yes, yes sir. Yes. The, Did yes. you bear witness to what's going to happen again showtime at the Apollo? I bought both. Yes. Both witness. Yes. Uh, you didn't have this last year, but this year, they're going to have a very, very, very special foam pool party. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. The catch to this foam pool party is. Yeah. It's a catch. <laughs> what else they got, Steve? Be Something special. <laughs> You're going to get limitless, limitless, the limitless resort credits. Mm-hmm. They got a 24-hour casino where you can catch me at most other days. <laughs> that is true right there. <laughs> that is true. We have sold already over a 1,000 rooms. Y'all, don't mess around and wait too late. This thing will sell out. There are not all that many left. Get your money in reserve. We're going to let you pay on terms, man. You ain't got to put it all in right now. You can pay a little on it 
and then play some more on it, and then you'll be there. It's October. You know when it is? Huh? October 10th through the 14th. I was waiting on y'all to sing. Yes. Excuse me. This is my part. Excuse me. Excuse me. This is my birthday and Marjorie Harvey's birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got to get her yeah, over there. I yeah, got to yeah. get her over there early yes. and do some things. Yes, <laughs> kick it in. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. steveharveysandandsoul.com to get all information or check this out. I want y'all to take this phone number. Get your pen out. Get your phone number out. Get your cell phones up. You ready? It's an 800 number. So go ahead and put your 800 in. You got it in? Got 800 you got your 800 in? Here we go. 684-2825. 684-2825. Thank you. Sell it out and everybody will be happy. Bam. Bam. I can't Can wait. Me? I can't, can't wait. wait. Yeah. God, I'm working on this body hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, switching gears now, guys. Um, yesterday, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but yesterday was Tell a Lie Day. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. I did that without even I know. I told one. I didn't know it was that day. <laughs> well. Because y'all, y'all celebrate it every yeah, day. Yeah, yes, every it day. It comes if you don't tell to you guys. a lie. All right, we're going to go around the room with uh, you you three guys. Okay, what's the biggest lie you ever told? Tommy, start it off. My son, my, my oldest son, when uh-huh. he was younger, he wanted to go to PG-13 movies. Okay. Okay, he wanted to go to PG-13 movies, and I would be like, I always knew it was going to be something that he didn't need to see. Uh-huh. So he didn't know, but I would tell him, hey, do you know what PG-13 means? He's like, no. I say, that means only 13 people can go in the movie. So when I when we would get there, I'd say, it's already 12 people in there. We can't go in there. It's too late. And he would be like, wow, we don't never get here in time enough to see any PG-13 movies. We're going to have to go see a G movie. We're going to go see a G movie. We'd be all up in Lion King. We're not going to see PG. Your mama ain't finna be mad at me. PG-13 is what it is. All right, come on, Junior. What you got? What's the biggest Uh, lie you ever told? I need to make sure that my mama ain't listening. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, man. Uh Uh-huh. You know, Miss Alicia listens. I uh, I was at football 16 years old. Uh Uh-huh. And my mama let me take her truck to practice. And, you know, after practice, my boy get in the truck. We driving back. I took my mama brand new blazer uh-huh. and backed it and got it stuck on the side and then it the whole left side on a school bus. Ah, oh, my boy said, man, I can't let you go back home with the truth. Uh-huh. You got to say that <laughs> bus backed into you. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Boy, he said, you can't walk in. Your mama brand, uh-huh. he got this tag still on it. It ain't no license plate. Oh. Man, I walked in and mama said, what happened to that truck? And my boy just went to talking. We was just buttoning up our seatbelts. Next thing you know, a school bus hit us. Boy, my mama bought that for about two months. Uh-huh. About two months. She said, That's why a you ain't, case. She said, why you ain't getting no case? Uh-huh, right. I got the <laughs> biggest ass whooping I had ever received at 16. I, could, I was fast after that. Uh-huh. Oh, I was really fast. Uh-huh. All right, oh, come man. on, Steve. The biggest lie you've ever told. Last one. What you got? So many. I uh, well, I have an endless pool to choose from. <laughs> I was uh, at Ball, my daddy's station wagon uh-huh. one time. I was taking this girl uh, mm-hmm. out on a date in my church choir. 
but I wanted to be with her in the car. And so what I did was I stopped at the drugstore and bought some Pond's cold cream. Mm-hmm. And that was a trick me and the fellas used to use back in the day. You put Pond's cold cream on the windows, it make it, you know, you can't see in the window. Oh. Mm. Oh. And uh, I put the Pond's cold cream on, on the windows uh-huh. before I got down mm-hmm. there to pick her up. Uh-huh. And when I went and picked her up, and she came and got in the car, I'm in the station wagon. I backed out, I couldn't see a damn thing. And I hit my daddy's uh, fender on the fence and tore the headlight out. <laughs> Can't get cream off no window, boy. What? Yeah, yeah, you can get Why would you, you put yeah, the cream no, on? No, you can get Pond's cold cream off the window. You can't get it out the crack where the window meets the post. That's where you can't get it out. That's what got you. All right, thank you, guys. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Freak Nick is back, baby. <laughs> In Atlanta, that's I ain't right. going. Uh-uh. I'm sell my house. <laughs> yes. And make some money. Plus, the guys are here to talk about the final four. We'll do all that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Freak Nick is back, guys. You remember the annual spring break party that went down every year from the early 80s to the late 90s in Atlanta. (laughs) I never went. Neither did I, but I always heard about it, though. I heard about it. Well, it's back for the first time since being officially banned. That's how good it was. It was officially banned uh, back in 2010 by Mayor Kasim Reed. Now, on June 22nd, Freak Nick uh, will be given new life. The concert will be in Lakewood, and the lineup includes Uncle Luke, DeBrat, Foxy Brown. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-huh. Slow down, slow down. Slow down. Go, go, go. Luke going to be there? Uh-huh. DeBrat. It's a wrap. Foxy Brown, Bun B, and Pastor Troy. Those are all the, uh, so far, Pastor. the entertainers. Yeah. Uh, a publicist says the vibe at this freak nick will be uh, the same as in years past, which was more about the drinking and partying than anything else. When people think freak nick, they think party and chaos. That's not what we want to do. We want it to be a party, but an all-inclusive party. There will be no naked girls running down the street on what, top of ain't cars. Why is we going? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we going? If, if I ain't gonna have what it used to be. Well, why don't you? Well, well I mean. You know, so I mean, you look at the lineup. Name the lineup again, Cheryl. Uncle Luke. Luke. DeBrat, Foxy Brown, Bun B, and Pastor Troy. All Won't right? see any of them naked. <laughs> yeah. Now, is Pastor praying for this at the end? Pastor Troy. But see, yeah. those artists, those are like hip-hop artists from the 90s. Yeah. That's like our era. That's mm-hmm. not even the young folks' era to go see that. Yeah, so they were there like, at that not time. The naked crew. Yeah, they want Freak, right. Nick to, Freak Nick to be a uh, family-friendly thing. This, uh-huh. this well, then you got to change friendly. the name. That's what yeah. they want to be. That's what they yeah. want no, it to be. No, no, The name got the conjures change. up. Uh, the wrong activity. I'm surprised that this mayor letting that happen. Yeah, yeah. That's why Kasim banned it. No, man, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> it was bad for the city. Uh-huh. No, when it was he was there, good he banned it. Uh-huh. For Freak right. Nick. It really wasn't. Uh-uh. Uh, what'd you say, Steve? It was nothing good from Freak Nick. Well, they wanted It was horrible for the city. It tied up traffic. It wasn't good for business. Mm-hmm. A lot of businesses closed because they didn't want that clientele. And Freak Nick was not good for the city of Atlanta. Mayor Kasim Reed was spot on when he shut that down. Yeah. It just like brought bad news. It was too many arrests. It well, was crazy. It was good say, for Nick, though, Steve. It was good for Nick. Why, Nick would, really why would Atlanta want to do that? 
They said they wanted to be fun and make it something people look forward to every year, like a funk fest. Well, then That's you got to change the name yeah, of it. Yeah, it can't be. That comes with the connotation. It does. And it comes with the well, very a, negative one. What's a good name? I don't know. It ain't free. Festival. Now. It's some daddies okay. out would, there would, proud. Spring break. Would, 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 spring break. Would naked fest work? Naked fest instead of you, you just got to get that nudity no, in there. Huh? It's family oriented now. They got to kids at freak. At no, freak that's what they said they wanted. They to be. want it to be family friendly now, Tommy. They you want- can't call something freak Nick yeah. and right. expect it to be family friendly. That's Keyword right. freak. Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. this is a fram- family event. I think we need to change that. Let's just keep them kids at home. We need to get some sitters. Let's do something else. <laughs> Stupid. We don't need to. We, this ain't a sitter time. This, this ain't kid time right now. Huh? It's so are you going? See, are you going? Hell I see yeah. Bum B. I do want to see yeah. Bum B. And, I'm going to call my nephew. Oh, Bum B a beast. Yeah, I want to see Bum B and DeBrat. Yeah. DeBrat, yeah. Yes, sir. Guess where we going, man, man? Where? Freak Nick. <laughs> and, Unc, as soon as I get a hat big enough to pull right down over your head, you going, too. Oh. You going to take your no, uncle? I'm not going to no ignorant. If I can get a hat over my uncle's head and don't nobody know that's him, we going. How are no. they going to know it's not Steve? Ain't nobody going to this foolishness, man. This is a bad idea, dog. This real bad idea for city. Are they trying it just to sound like a bring, concert though? It yeah. sounds just like a festival. But you it sounds like they want to bring revenue into yeah, the city. ATL name, festival. Maybe. You yeah, got to do something. something you uh, can't call it spring break fest. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, maybe they'll debate about that and change it the name. Doesn't make any sense. It's bad for the city, man. I'm just telling you. And I'm not being old. Uh-huh. Young people knew it wasn't good for the city. It's not good for business. That was the image of the city. The, the 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 way they act at Freaknik was not what you want young people to be about. Really, it was it out of control. Wasn't. It was really it was out, out of control, man. Right. Topless women, bottomless of- women, just on drop tops doing all kind of man. This was some Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what they ought to call it, the Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> <laughs> you going after the Let's Sodom and Gomorrah? Let's get biblical yeah. with it, Steve. That was they ought to call it. <laughs> It was nothing good I to come out of there. I can't wait to go to hell. Man, I'm telling <laughs> right. you, man. Hell in a handbasket. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I was actually ashamed. What? I was ashamed of Freaknik, man, because I, you know, these, these are still my people. Oh, yeah. And I don't care how we are. We're the only race of people that's responsible for the actions of one another. You know, white people are not responsible for one another. Mm-hmm. If one white guy do that, that's just him. A black dude doing it, that's us. Why y'all? How come y'all don't seem to? Y'all. No, man. We're the only people that's responsible for one another. I was going to say we didn't live down there during it, but if they just officially banned it in 2010, we were there. Sure. We lived in Atlanta. We were there for Freak Nick. We were. I I was, too. I wasn't there that weekend, though. I I just stayed on outside of 285. Yeah. They closed Lenox Mall one time. Come on, man. A mall is supposed to be, that's the time you make money. Super Bowl, uh, no. Maybe they just need to change the name because it just sounds like a concert festival. It sounds like like the reason Mayor Kasim stopped it. Officially banned it. It's a family function now. I like Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, Babylon. Babylon is good. (laughs) (laughs) He over there brainstorming. (laughs) I'm trying to make it work. Well, they don't like Naked Fest, so let's see what we got here. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, man, man. Anybody up for Babylon? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Keep oh. trying. That's it. Uh, it's a family function that time. Before the apple. How about that? Before the apple. Everybody <laughs> naked. Mm-hmm. All right, I give up. I give up. <laughs> All right, we yeah, were gonna talk problem. about yeah, we were gonna talk about the final four, but okay. um, I can't believe that. I can't. You guys, I'm like stunned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you when you're right. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, listen, guys. Uh, we'll be back with more. We're gonna talk about the final four when we get back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, come on, Junior. Let's talk about the final four. You guys, well, take it away. Here it is, Uncle. We had the final four, Tommy. Uncle, we had the final four. No North Carolina. They out. No Duke. They out. No Duke. No Kentucky. No Kentucky. Ooh, that hurt. Tennessee them, didn't make it. Tennessee's gone. Florida was looking good. They Florida out. stayed out. I knew Purdue mm. was going to be up out of here. Hey, it's a different type of final four we got here. That's good, though. But it's good. Yeah. But now, now I don't know how Auburn here, but they here. Man, they play ball. <laughs> they they, they ball. And that's all. Sometimes that's all the team needs that type of motivation. Your star go down. They rally for this boy, man. Auburn. And who was the legend from Auburn, Junior? You you already know. Hit me. I'm right here. <laughs> come on, Charles. Come on. I mean, come on now. Come on now. We in the final four. <laughs> We're in the final four. Look Charles at Barkley Look at Shaquille ain't in the final four. Kenny and them ain't here. Ernie. Come on now, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> Auburn versus Virginia, man. I, 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 uh, Tommy, man, who you got, man? Game tomorrow. Uh, okay. You know it's what? I'm, I did, man. It's, it's real hard, but I'm going a, I'm to a go with Auburn, man. That's a crazy pick. No, it's not. Out of what we. No, it's not, Tommy. Yeah. You know why? Because I, I like underdogs, man. I'm, get, I'm, a, I'm a, I, me too. I love the underdog. If you made it this far, why you can't win? You here? You what here? would Charles say though about Tommy picking on? You know what? You know what? We don't want your pick, Tommy. We, <laughs> we, you lose a lot. You, you done lost to Dion. You done lost to Junior. You done, we don't really want your pick. <laughs> it's our first final four comeback when we get down here the third time. We don't want the first. What is that? <laughs> uh, who you got, huh? Virginia feels really tough, man. They are. Uh, now, who? I want Auburn to win, but I think that the glass slipper is time to turn it in. I think this mm. clock going to strike 12 on them. It's a beautiful run without that kid, but we down here to who going to the tape. Oh, and Virginia got, a, Virginia got a tough team. Man, I'm going with Virginia. Junior, is that their best player that's that got hurt? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that was their best player, man. But All but right. but but that point guard, man, and they, and that He two cold, boys, man. That little uh, dude Harper is cold. And Brown, them two boy, that backcourt they got is nice. They got nice backcourt. But now here we go. <laughs> Ooh, this is tough right here, man. Boy, this one this one this is the really tough, tough one. Number three, Texas Tech versus number two, Michigan State. Ah man. Magic Johnson, baby. <laughs> yeah. Home of Magic, Draymond Green. A lot of boys come out of Michigan State, man. I just don't know. I can't. I can't, I'm. I don't know how to pick this one. I really don't. Be honest with you. Texas Tech has a defense that I haven't seen in college in a minute. Them boys is pressing that ball, man. Red Raiders. Them boys, man, is they play defense and they help each other, and they in it for real. They not joking. I love Michigan State, though, mm-hmm. 
I mean, no, I could be wrong. I don't really, you know, college basketball. I'm going to say Virginia, Texas Tech, and that's going to throw a lot of people off because oh, man, that's, it, uh, more tickets that's will get sold that's if different. it's Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah, but see. I might call Vegas on that and bet on that. I ain't lying to you. I'm riding Texas Tech. Texas I got Raiders? To. I'm going with the Red Raiders, man. I got to. I can't turn my back on my t- on my state, man. Virginia and Texas Tech. That's what we pick. Ooh, for mm. the championship. For the championship on Monday night. Ooh, God. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll be back Shirley, with you more. you got any comment on that? Oh, any yeah. Comments, yeah, we got to go. I, I had one, but we got to get out of here, Tommy. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Dang it, I wish I had more time. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Beyonce is teaming up with sneaker giant Adidas in a collect in a collaboration that will produce signature shoes, clothing, and this is big too, relaunch Beyonce's athleisure brand Ivy Park. This is the partnership of a lifetime for me, Beyonce said in a statement. We share a philosophy that puts creativity, growth, and social responsibility <laughs> at the forefront of business. She says, I look forward to relaunching and expanding Ivy Park on a truly global scale with a proven dynamic leader. I love it. The Ivy Park Fitness Collection debuted back in 2016 with an initial line of sweatshirts, leggings, T-shirts, and crop tops. I liked Ivy Park. I, li- I liked that Uh-oh. land. Yeah, it was nice. I, I hope I, I hope Kanye ain't got a problem with this. You know, that's, that's Adidas and Adidas right there. Yeah, he's going to be good still. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know Kanye so. love Beyonce. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> and if he deep down, yeah. And if he does, we'll hear about it. You know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does I got to hit one of his services. You know, he at church on Sunday. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. I've heard that. I've been. Uh, I was talking. I was talking about it with somebody. They uh-huh. say. They say it's really, really good. Yeah, I hear, I've, I've heard, heard it that is. too. Mm-hmm. I've heard that it's really, really good. I've heard that too. Um, he had DMX there. Uh, I think Katy Perry went. We're praising the Lord. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It was good. Jesus in the building. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> in other news, they say that he's bringing um, God or church to young people, you know, who may otherwise may not get there. So he's, that's what he's doing, bringing them in that way. Amen. Uh, yeah, amen. Get in heaven amen. high over you hands. Uh-huh. You got to go through time. Go and get in there. That's right. Hell high. <laughs> All right, in other news, uh, Amber Rose, we haven't heard from her in a minute. Amber Rose surprised all of her fans. Uh, They didn't even know there was a new man in her life. And yes, there is, because she has announced that she's expecting her second child. It's a boy with Def Jam Records exec Alexander A.E. Edwards. Congratulations. Amber Rose posted a picture of her baby bump on Instagram. She also said her son, Sebastian, the one she had with Wiz Khalifa when they were married, she said he's so happy to be a big brother. That's, oh, that's good. good. And Wiz Khalifa yeah. says he's happy for her. Well, well that's what Wiz going to say. <laughs> well, I mean, well, your ex can say, say whatever. It depends on <laughs> what kind of relationship they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen the Wiz Khalifa commercial and uh, the Oreo commercial with the son? Sebastian. That's really with cute. Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian, yeah, his cute. son. So cute. So cute. I love that. Yeah. Commercial. Really, really cute. I know There's you haven't seen it, Steve. On. Yeah. Seen what? The Wiz Khalifa Oreo commercial with his son, Sebastian. Oh, yeah, I saw that commercial. Isn't it cute? Isn't it no, cute? it's actually really <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really man. cute. Yeah. That's really, really mm-hmm. cool commercial. Yeah, yeah. Father and son time. Uh-huh. You could see Oreo. the love between them. 
they use a lot of hip hop. Um, they use the Biggie song in one of their commercials too. Mm-hmm. So that's that's cool. And the latest. Thing- why why you ain't never done no Oreo commercial with me? Why Uncle Neff ain't done no Oreo? Why mm-hmm. we ain't done? Like Wiz and his son. Yeah, like Wiz and his son. Why why we? Because they can't no- squeeze out no time. Because you selling out all these shows. Oh, good answer, mm. Steve. That's good. <laughs> Ooh, I, I don't even know how to address that. About his height. That's what I thought uh, he was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back with the last break of the day and close out the show with some closing remarks from Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day on this Friday. Uh, let's have some closing remarks. Come on. Here's what I was thinking. I was talking with Junior earlier today in the in my uh, dressing room. He came in and we were just talking. And, um, you know, we were just talking about just life. It was, it was somebody else was in the dressing room. They asked me, man, what was the, what was, what was a couple of big things that happened in your life? And I was thinking about when I was about 20 years old, 2021, yeah, about 21, I got into Amway. And Amway was a big moment in my life because they used to have these conventions that you had to pay this money to go to, and I was trying to be a direct distributor in a diamond and an emerald and all of that, and George and Don Hale, and they were making so much money and living these wonderful lives, Bill Britt and all these people, and I was going, wow, man, I got to do that. So I went to a couple of the conferences. There was a lot of rah-rah, but it was really positive, though. They turned me on to two books. Now, nothing is more powerful than the Bible. There's nothing out there comes close to this Bible. Whatever your religious reading is, the Torah, the Quran, that, that's what I mean when I say that. But they turned me on to two books that changed my life. It was two books. It was The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Now, the first book I read, the ever self-help book I ever read, was The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And I got to tell you something. That book is still for sale today. If you've never read it, you should. Because it teaches you how to train your mind to think positively. It shows you the power that you can unleash in your own self This is something you can control. The power of your mind is controlled and operates at its absolute peak performance when it's operating from positivity. You can't beat yourself when you're being positive. Not negative, positive. That book, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, began to change my life. Now, it took a while for me to connect all the dots but it started me along the way I didn't know that I could do it all the time even when I was feeling dark and gloomy and down that I could fix it myself I had to learn that a little bit later on but you can absolutely fix yourself with the power of positive thinking that book changed my life it taught me that these positive thoughts generate positive results period negative thoughts generate negative results if your idea of making money is selling dope and robbing banks the result from that of selling dope and robbing banks 
can be nothing but negative. Somebody going to try to hurt you, you go into prison. That's it, period. Now, when you think positively, positive things start to come your way. Not to say that nothing bad will ever happen again, because it will. But let's be real. Life is going to keep coming, but you can handle it. You can deal with it. And if you have a positive outlook, you'll get through that too. And behind every dark cloud, there is really, really a silver lining. So that was the first book. The second book is called The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Oh, my goodness. Now, let me tell you what this book did for me. This book changed my life because it told me about the magic of thinking big, that it requires no more brain power to think big than it does small. You don't have to conjure up any more brain cell, no more units to say Volkswagen, Rolls Royce. They both take the same amount of effort. You can order the food the same way. I'm going to order salad. I'm going to order chitlins. It don't take no more brain power to think bigger. It's simply a mindset. Now, the combination of these two books really was a game changer for me. And I'm saying it to y'all because sometimes I like reading stuff outside of the Bible. I just really do. Just being real with you now. Because I like hearing relatable things with today's language in it and stuff like that. It just helps me. But both of these books, I'm telling you, man, was written from basis of the Bible. And it brings just one scripture to mind, that a man is as he thinketh. That's the scripture. Well, check this out. The power of positive thinking is directly related to how a man thinks. So once again, the Bible is right. A man is as he thinketh. The next book, The Magic of Thinking Big. Guess what the scripture says? Get a man is as he thinketh. So if you're thinking positive and you're thinking big, guess what happens to you? You suddenly can become a very positive big person. Hello, ding, 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 ding. The damn bells ought to be going off. Folks, success is a mindset. And let me just throw this in. That's what my vault uh, conference is all about out here in L.A. Uh, May 17th through the 19th. Go to Vault Power Empowerment. Go to vaultempowers.com and check it out, y'all. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 